can self-development really be a bad thing? I've been a student of self-development for over 20 years. And although I don't believe self-development can be a harmful thing, I believe putting too much emphasis on our growth and not the growth of our family and our community and those connections that we have, rather whatever group that is, it might be church for you or a different organization. When we don't put our focus there, I believe self-development and the focus on self can absolutely be a detrimental thing. So this episode, we're going to be talking about little tiny things that we can do to build connections with others. I know it's effort, but it's worth it. And I am going to give you a few little things you can do to make a difference and watch what happens in your life. So tune in. Welcome to the Living Alive podcast. I'm Autumn Shields, a master connect coach, speaker, author, and serial entrepreneur. And most importantly, your hostess here to help you live your life alive. See, I believe we all have the ability to feel and be guided by life's nudges to live on purpose. So I'm inviting you to take this journey with me. Whether you were here just wanting to dip your toe in the water and see what this is all about, or maybe you were ready to dive deep. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. On this show, you'll hear powerful life-changing stories from thought leaders of all walks of life that are stirring things up. We will guide you on living your life fully alive how to identify the nudges, and why living a healthy lifestyle actually makes a difference. So get ready to be inspired, challenged, and connected, because it's your time to make a splash. So can self-development really be a bad thing? I personally have been a student of self-development for over 20 years, and I'm passionate about being the best version of me. I can be. So I am not knocking that. However, just for this episode and just for this week, I want us to think about putting that same energy that we do maybe for ourselves, rather it's self-development. Maybe it's not self-development. Maybe it's something like focusing on, maybe you have a personal trainer and you're going to the gym a lot. Maybe you're focused really on your business or your goals, or maybe it's just becoming the better you for whatever reason that is and what what you invest in yourself. Maybe it's self-care for the week. I am not knocking that because we know we have to take care of ourselves before we can take care of anybody else. And maybe you are even more of a caretaker where you're really taking care of other people before your needs. But sometimes we have to check like, why are we doing that? Is it for our benefit of how we feel? Or is it really selfless act? So regardless of where you're at, the reason this episode popped up is because I was coming home from Belize. I had stopped in Georgia for a speaking workshop and we started talking a lot about self-development. And it is amazing what industries are like into self-development and what industries really aren't people that just have never even heard about it. They don't go after it. It's not something they seek. But from that conversation about self-development and thinking, I mean, like literally, if I could show you the books I've read on self-development, which also includes leadership and building teams, but really the focus is about me being the better me, rather it's as a person, as a leader, as a business owner, whatever that may be, is that the focus is still on me. And so I just always thought that was a good thing, right? I mean, who doesn't want to be the best you? However, I, from Georgia, which Georgia, I fell in love with you guys. You are some of the nicest people out there. So shout out to Georgia. But from Georgia back to Boston, I sat with a young lady who's actually a missionary in this area. And we were talking about how hard it is to make friends. 
and different cultures. So for those of you that travel around a lot or in different parts of the world, it is very different going from culture to culture on how we as humans connect and how we treat each other. And so we were talking a little bit, that's a little rough where we're at to make friends and what that actually feels like and seems like. And I know a lot of us went into COVID, not ever really spending time in isolation maybe. And then maybe thinking, wow, we really like this, or maybe we really don't and we miss connection. But then coming out of it, we get thrown back into a different world. A lot of us are back to work part-time or full-time and, or engaging in travel again for the first time. But I know for me, there's that sense of community that is so important. And I've lived in places where community is really valued. And I want you to think about in your own life, like, is it something you value? And I know personally watching generationally, and again, it depends upon where you live, but my grandparents, everything was about community from where they danced together as a club to where they went to church, to their neighbors. They were always with people and they were with people for 30, 40, 50 years. My parents were very similar and, and how they interacted with different clubs and different people and sought out like-minded people or liked activities similar to them. I know for me and generationally down, whatever it is, that's a whole nother episode about technology or not, but we just don't need people. We think like other generations did because I used to have to like maybe go next door to borrow a cup of sugar, right? Or a cup of milk. And now I just hit a button on my phone and it shows up. But I know for me, and it was a big lesson for me when I lived in Hawaii is that when I got really sick, I still thought I don't need anybody. And that whole thing was about needing people and how important it is to have community, not just when you're in need, but how it feels to commune. We weren't born to like live in these little individual little huts and just deal with each other or barely tolerate each other. So I want us to think about what we've actually got out of community in our own lives and then think about what helps community build. So just for this week, instead of putting energy into self-development, what if we put that energy into building community? So to me, sometimes I focus on me. Sometimes I focus on my family where those are my values. And that's where I put the priorities, but we think of community way out there and community is really not community is the stranger at the grocery store. Community is meeting your next best friend. Community is encouraging somebody at the gym, whatever it may be. So what would it be like instead of dividing and just finding people that are just like us, what if we were a little bit more curious about connection and what we could do for other people instead of what they could just do for us? So I want to give us 10 things that we can do very easily to build stronger connections and build community. Because again, there's certain cultures I'm around where the community is really tight because it's valued and there's not a lot of distraction on self. And that that value is definitely about being available for your community and needing each other. And then there's other cultures I'm part of that are very independent. And I personally, I've not ran a study, but there's a lot of studies out there that show the people that are actually feel in community are happier and they live longer. So who doesn't want that, right? And so here's 10 things that we can do this week. And I know they're simple, you guys. It's easy to like play off this list. Like, yeah, yeah, I know this stuff. I know you know it, but I'm asking you, Can you do it? Can you do like one of these things or maybe all 10 of these things this week and see what it feels like to be in community? I want you to just feel like when you walk into a restaurant or your favorite coffee shop or bar or whatever, and somebody shouts out your name and says, Hey, good to see you. And automatically knows what you drink or what you order and has it ready for you. 
or when you're driving down the street and you wave and somebody recognizes you and makes it a big deal when they see you or say that they missed you. When that feeling comes about, that's called community and real community, real authentic connection, not surface, but real authentic connection. So these are 10 quick things that we can do to build community. And what bad can happen from this? This is our responsibility. Community is our responsibility. It's not the government's. It's not somebody else's. It's our responsibility. And that's what we all need to take so we can build community again. So the first one is listening. Just listen to somebody. When somebody's talking or wants to tell you their story, just listen. I feel like so many people have something to say. They just don't have anybody to say it to. So be that person this week where you just really listen as they tell a story or their opinion or their point of view. Number two is just to offer a kind word. It is amazing how far kind words can go and they're free. So it doesn't matter if it's just complimenting somebody on something they're wearing or how they're being with their kids or something at work, but just a kind word goes a long, long ways. You guys, I want you to think about when somebody's just spoke kindness into you or said something nice to you, how does that feel? Especially even from a stranger, but it doesn't have to be a stranger. It can be somebody that you know, but just how does that make you feel and set out to make somebody else feel like that this week? Number three is to volunteer. And I've seen this over and over in people's life where they really get stuck in their heads and they're really struggling to find that happiness. They're just in a funk. I found the easiest way to get from that place to the next place is just do something outside of yourself where you don't get anything in return. Usually you get a lot in return, but you might not know that up front, but it might be volunteering at an animal shelter. It might be volunteering, just helping somebody out, whatever it is, but do something outside of yourself for a bigger organization for, it doesn't have to be a big organization, but for something bigger than yourself, right? Or maybe just one other person, but volunteer to make the community better. Number four is give a gift. Now, gifts do not have to be expensive, except um, in fact, don't tell my husband this, but my favorite gifts have always been the smallest things, the most thoughtful things, little things, you guys, it doesn't take a lot. I remember when I was a volunteer coordinator, we learned things like you can give somebody like a little pack of lifesavers and say you're a lifesaver at work today, or um, just look at something in the store and grab somebody a few flowers and say, hey, just because I think you're special. Whatever is just a little tiny, tiny gift. It doesn't have to be expensive, but put that behind and just say, just because a gift, just because, and see how that feels to you. Like somebody just gives you a gift just because I remember those just because gifts. And I think how lucky am I? Like somebody was thinking about me and just because it's such a great feeling. Number five is offer to help. This is something that's easy to do. It's not always easy for people to accept help but just offer to run an errand or go wash their car or maybe walk their dog for them or something simple like take somebody a meal, but just offer to help out, watch the kids for an hour so somebody can just take a deep breath and go have some like me time. It is amazing what happens out of when we offer. And a lot of times people say, no, no, I got it. I got it. Insist, insist and say, you know what? I want to do this for you. This is, you know, this is something I want to do for you. And just spend a few hours doing that. When was the last time we just thought, I'm going to go run an errand for somebody. So do that for somebody. Bring somebody a coffee at work that they're not expecting it. Number six is be there for someone. Sometimes people just need to talk and, or sometimes people just need to know you're thinking about them. Maybe I'm sure you know somebody that's going through a bad time right now. Maybe somebody's in the hospital. Maybe a loved one's in the hospital. Maybe somebody just lost a job. Just be there for them. Just send them a text and say, Hey, I'm thinking about you or pick up the phone and actually call them and say, Hey, I really want to know how you're doing. Number seven is to share your knowledge. 
Think about the things that you have knowledge of in the world that you can just share. Um, I had a friend this week, very actually just an acquaintance that said, I um, saw she was going through some stuff. And I said, you know what? I'd really like to just give you a half hour of my time because I've been exactly where you're at. And I would like to just, if there's anything I can do to fast forward where you're at, I'd like to help out. And we had the best conversation. And I remember people reaching out to me and offering that to me. And it made a really, really big difference. So what do you have knowledge-wise that you can just go help somebody or offer knowledge? Maybe it's just 10 minutes. Maybe it's a half hour. Maybe it's how to change their oil or whatever it may be, but just be able to take your knowledge and say, I'd like to give this to you. Number eight is kindness is contagious and it's not just saying kind things. It's the act of kindness. So pay it forward, whether you buy somebody coffee, pay somebody's toll, um, just hold the door open for people. I find it amazing. There's certain places where I actually hold the door and people look at me like I'm complete wacko, but I just keep doing it, you know, and and that is part of just being yourself and spreading that. Number nine is to show gratitude. So not only think gratitude, but show gratitude, really reach out to people in your life that have made a difference, or maybe you just haven't said thank you for a while to somebody that probably really needs to hear it. Number 10 is to spread positivity. It is really easy to spread negativity because we can talk about this is bad, that's bad. And just, it's like a cancer or snowball just keeps going on and on and on. I love breaking it up by positive, especially when people get on a roll of complaining. Hey, I do it too. But I like to break it up by saying something really positive. Like we were in a restaurant and the food was awful, but they promised the activities were awful, but the service was great. So I just said, well, the service is great. And we just try to keep focusing on that positivity because when we're not complaining, like my dad, I never hear him complain about anything and everybody he's around doesn't complain either because he just doesn't deal with it. He just is happy all the time. He just doesn't complain. He's, you know, looks at everything that he's comes from a grateful place. And so it can be the worst situation and he'll find something to be positive about. And when you also spread that, so I know when I'm negative, I tend to attract that. And when I'm positive, I tend to attract that. So what do you want to be surrounded with? If you want to be surrounded by positivity, then be that light. And it doesn't mean that we have to walk around happy all the time, but it's just being positive and watch how much better you feel. But to me, when we are trying to build community, a lot of people don't have that positivity in their life. Maybe they don't get it at work or maybe not at home. And maybe you are that light for them. Maybe they're just attracted to you because you are positive and it goes a long ways, you guys. So to me, this is how we make better connections with people, which starts and how we make better connections with our community and build that community. Because you guys, we need each other. We probably need each other more than ever. And we don't realize it because we have so much information, you know, from the cell phones, computers to internet, and we can just get a lot of things that I used to need people for with a push of the button. There are many stores I go in and I don't even interact with a clerk anymore because I'm checking myself out. And there's times I actually like conversing with people. So you guys be that person that just is able to connect because I read a study the other day. And they said over 60% of Americans, I don't know what the rest of the world the study is, but 60% of Americans are lonely. And a lot of those people are not living alone, but they feel alone. Rather, they go to work every day, rather they don't, rather they stay home, but people are lonely right now. So reach out. It might just be a handwritten card that you pop in their mail, but just reach out and let people know that you're thinking about them because that's where community starts. And that's what 
helps us stay strong as a community and society. So you guys, thank you for participating this week in building the community wherever you live. And thank you for trying to live your life fully alive and helping others. If you have not visited my website yet, make sure you do that. There's more and more free resources on there, free quizzes, um, lots of different offerings on there. And we also have a retreat coming up. Sorry, guys, but it's just for the ladies. It is in October in Colorado. There's details on that on the website too. We have very limited space. So make sure that you um, ask for information if you're interested in that. And I have five amazing guests on um, that they're recorded. And I cannot wait to share these people with you because they're some of the most inspiring people I have ever met. So you guys have an awesome week. Thank you for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed today's show. And remember, good friends don't keep great messages to themselves. So keep the ripples moving and share this episode with your friends. Also, wherever you listen to podcasts, please take a moment to review or download this episode. I would love to connect with you. Regardless of where you're at on your journey, maybe you're feeling like you can't set sail or maybe you're out there rocking the open seas. Find me at autumnshields.com or on social and say hello. If you would like a complimentary coaching sesh, all you have to do is click on Let's Connect and let me know three things you would like to get out of the conversation and we will make it happen. So make today the day you decide to live your life alive and leave room for the unimaginable. So until next time, keep following the nudges.